Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the town. I know you're going to dig this. Thank you to the hometown Martinette in Brooklyn, where Bobby Millett and his orchestra are offering a program of dance music. Man, get out the store, dog. Quit playing. 
You make me look bad. <laughs> They went to this one store and they just bought the whole rack. I mean, you know, just like everybody outside waiting, they just bought the whole rack, man. Like, and give me those in the back. I need those. I know. <laughs> I know, man. You know, the thing about it is, man, you know, yeah, I guess they got, I guess, you know, it's better than going in the strip club and throwing their money up in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Putting this to good use. You know, you're helping out with your album sales. You're helping out giving it out to the fans or whatever the case may be, but still. Right. I wouldn't have drugs right. like that with me, man. It looked real suspect. <laughs> Shout out to Paige Kennedy. He's a, a sketch artist on uh, YouTube that does those That's So Drake moments. Yeah, that was uh, Drake moments. <laughs> if you never watch those videos, go to YouTube and type in Paige Kennedy and watch the That's So Drake moments. They're hilarious, man. Hilarious. Yeah, that hilarious. dude right there is a trip, man. He was actually in that... That show called Weeds, right? If I'm not mistaken. I think so. Play the gay guy. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Real life, yeah, that's him. buddy. That's him, right? Yeah, man. I know you hit me, uh, hit me with the uh, in other news, but what else is going on in other news, buddy? Well, um, I forgot the the uh, girl's name, uh, Trayvon Martin friend. I was on the phone with her, with yeah. him. When he was being attacked. Gentile, uh, last name is Gentile. Yeah. Um, you have a lot of people out there supporting her, and then you have a lot of people out there making fun of her due to, you know, how the way she talks and her not being able to read cursive. Um, those things just really not unnecessary. But uh, I think she did her best. I think she did, you know, the, did the best that she could do um, up there, up under pressure, because being on the stand for, like, a case like that, and then you was on the phone with somebody that, Got murdered. I mean, that that's just that's a lot of pressure, a lot to deal with as a person. I, I can only imagine what was going through her head the night before she was, you know, getting ready to be on the stand the next day. You know, I'm not gonna even say it from that standpoint, man. I want people to tune in this Sunday on the Middleman Talk Show. We got a show called The Burden of Black. The Burden yep. of Black. Make sure y'all tune in because we're gonna talk about that too, man. Because I'm ashamed of our people. I'm just I'm gonna keep, I'm ashamed of our people. I, I mean, dude, I'm, I'm I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna wait for that conversation to happen this Sunday, man, because I'm I'm dead serious. I'm I'm so ashamed of our people with that one, man. Right, right. So I I, I really hope this uh, this trial, you know, has a speedy process and um, it is fair and just of what you know needs to become. So whatever happens. You know, I hope for the best of, you know, families. Fair and just, you know what, man, just my opinion quickly on this. Fair and just mean you have a, a jury of your peers. You also have people that can, it should be the everyday people that can yeah. relate to that situation. But I'm looking at that jury. I don't see any relatability um, towards Trayvon. Yeah. Or, or his yeah, scenario I, or situation, man. I don't see anything relate that can relate to him and his situation. Yeah. Now, some people were saying that due to them being, you know, females, they would be a little bit more compassionate. But to be a juror, you're not supposed to have any type of emotional connect with what's going on. I don't I think that matters. I don't think that matters. I think it's just the yeah. point of we are portraying, and you can go back into our archives and, and look up the, de- emas- the emasculation of the black male and the vil- vilification of the black male. 
Look up both yeah. of those shows right there, and you'll see what we're talking about because we've been villainized. Yeah. We've been villainized, and you got to think about it, man. They already, when when he used the word crackers, you know, and she said that that's what he said. Could you imagine right. the face of those jurors if you were in that courtroom? That is true. That is true. But the way she said it, it made it seem real because it seemed like that would be something that, you know, someone could possibly say. So at the beginning, they were trying to make it seem like she was, well, trying to trip her up to make her say a lie. But yeah. some of the things that she was saying were, like, pretty much accurate. I mean, it's a lot of stuff that goes through your mind over a whole year. And some parts you can, you know, you know, you can forget some things. You right. know, things happen in a year's time, so... Um, so we're gonna pray for the family. We're gonna pray for an yeah. outcome that's that's positive. For, you know what it, what the situation calls for, and mm-hmm. hopefully justice is served in a proper manner. Most definitely, most definitely. So I want to today's show. We thank everybody for tuning in to the Middleman Radio tonight on Talk of the Town. Today we will be talking about ethics and etiquette of being an independent artist. And of course, in this current day, there are a lot of a lot of musicians and indie artists everywhere you go. These artists have the tools of what they need to record and upload their song on all sorts of social media. A lot of them do not have managers to help guide and groove them for the next level of success. So today, we will discuss these things of of of, of learning how to be ethical and and having etiquette of being an independent artist. We want. You know, your, your experiences as well, too. So if you're listening out there and you're an independent artist, you know, we want you guys to give your experiences as well. So uh, some of the questions in which we're going to pose today are what are the ethics and etiquette in relation to the music, uh, the music genre in general? Um, what are some of the appropriate ways to improve your networking skills with someone you do not know? What are some good ways to approach DJs, producers, radio personnel, record labels, you know, magazine uh, personnel as well in a professional manager. What are some things independent artists need to know about preparing for an interview? This could be on the radio. This could be in front of a record label. This could be in front of a magazine. You know, this could be in front of a club owner. All of that. Um, and how would how would they improve their public speaking skills? You know, some people don't never took public speaking in school or in college. So how can they improve that? Um, Within artist-to-artist interaction, what are some of the ethical things in which they should do when networking together on collaborating on songs and working together on a project? So we want to discuss some of those things. And also we may have some other questions that we'll throw out throughout the show on ethics and etiquette. So we definitely want to get into it. We appreciate everybody for tuning in. If you would like to uh, comment, dial 718-508. 9972 and press the number one and we'll definitely get to you. So uh, we're going to go ahead and dive right into it. Um, what are the ethics and etiquette in relation to music in general? You know, this could be with all music genres. You know, country music artists, R&B artists, you know, pop, rock, rap, all of that. You know, being an artist in general, what are some of the do's and don'ts and, you know, and how-tos and what to do that one must, you know, do. All right. All right. Um, I feel like starting off, of course, you definitely want to establish yourself as a professional first and foremost. 
You know, you want to always present yourself in a manner in which people will respect you and you will respect them, vice versa. Um, you know, you always want to reach yourself, introduce yourself, you know, to that person. Um, you always want to um, make sure that when you are speaking with someone, you know, you use a language in which they can understand. You know, coming in and, you know, hood and using slang and, you know, like the next person may not understand that. You know, only, the only thing I look at that, you know, I understand, you know, where we're going with this show. Um, but when you think about it, majority, like you said, even in the uh, intro of this show, a lot of people have not been introduced to these particular life-changing events as far as having public speaking or knowing how mm-hmm. to present themselves in a proper manner. So, I right. mean, if we need to break this down, I feel like we really need to break it down because the point is we can look at people and say, you should know this or you should know that, but let's look at it from the standpoint of them not knowing that. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So how could they get to that point of being able to know that? Like, what could they do? Um, You know, we are a visual people. Uh, you can actually get to a point where you're looking at, I mean, it's as simple as getting on on uh, YouTube and, and look up proper speaking or proper etiquette. Now, everybody's not going to hold the king's English, as we were speaking briefly about Trayvon's uh, friend, friend girl. You know, there's different dialect, different accents. Uh, people from New Orleans, man, they, they sound funny to me. And people hear right. me uh, down here when we go up north, like, wow, you sound like a cowboy. You know what I mean? So the dialect may be different, but at the same time, you know, I try to speak in a proper manner. A lot of times that, that also takes taking your time, being calm, uh, speaking in a, 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 using your diaphragm to speak and try to take your time to speak. Because I know a lot of times we Southerners, oh, boy, we speak fast. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, yeah. what did you just say? Right. Uh, right. That's a part of it, you know. Right. So, take the take the scenario of um, Gucci Mane. Now we all know that Gucci Mane has a lisp, and you know he has <laughs> um, a lingo that some people can't understand, and some people can't. Right. Now we know. Um, I think it was maybe two or three months ago he did a um, he, he did a speech in front of like an elementary class about. Um, what, being a music artist or being a uh, successful in general? I cannot remember. Uh, to this day, I still don't understand that whole <laughs> thing. But that's a prime example. Somebody had to coach him and teach him and actually probably, you know, mold him to, to be able to do that. Don't you think? Um, No, I think somebody was just trying to impress the kids and make them feel like they were hip and cool and put Gucci Mane in front of a class and didn't think about it. I don't think I don't think they really thought that one through. And when it comes to uh, when it, when it comes to just even just thinking about Gucci Man and even him having proper presentation, I mean, number one, mm-hmm. if you can stand in front of ten thousand people, standing in front of a classroom of twenty kids, shouldn't be too hard. You yeah, know what I mean? Is it just what you a, bring a across when you kids. Say what you say to them? Right, but actually standing in front of a group of kids and. Presenting what you need to present in a in a manner what they need to understand, that would be my thing. I wanted to know, you know, as far as I would want to hear if he was able to do that. 
Now we know he, you know, he's done radio interviews and stuff like that, but that's more of like in a relaxed state. Right. You know, a lot of he's, a lot of settings he could potentially be himself. Okay. But in front of a kids, you know, of course he didn't have all the jewelry on and you know all the extra stuff or whatever that he would typically wear. You know, they had to you know mold him into like a professional manner. Right. So this is this is the thing as far as etiquette. You know, they had to. You know, get him to the point where he had proper etiquette and going into a classroom, you know, being able to be in a um, a state to where he is presentable. Uh, you know, uh, you got to think about still everybody. That's, that's that's true, but you got to think about everybody else that don't know Gucci Man that that's 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 working at that school. You know, they just gonna think he's what another another black person, right? <laughs> right. You know? I look but, at him still like another black person, right? But, um, <laughs> also, as far as with um, you know being ethical, as far as an independent artist, um, there are a lot of things in which you have to take into context with being an independent artist, as far as the ethical nature of it. As far as when someone sends you a song or you are trying to build a relationship with someone, you know, you know, especially with male and female interaction, and sometimes male and male, I don't know, you know. You don't want to mix that business with that pleasure. But it happens, you know, and you know, let's, let's not sugarcoat this. And we've, yeah, we've we been know. on that side of the, the spectrum, and we've seen it, where some people will do a favor for a favor, if you know what I mean. Right. And, and right. sometimes they'll send someone to do a favor for that favor. You right. know, be it a male sending a host. But, um, I mean, really, you, we're talking about hip-hop. Let's... let's, let's Let's un- let's unfilter this one, not not as far as the language, but let's unfilter this and let's give them a real good vivid picture. When you think about it, if a person wants to get in the magazine and they coming to you trying to buy you drinks, they sending you women, they sending you weed, they sending you all these different things. Right. Is that ethical? No, but that is a part of the business. Right. So it's up to that individual, just in my opinion, to either be ethical from that standpoint, and it, and it that. I don't really think hip hop is an ethical business because <laughs> there's a lot of that be true. stuff that goes on in the business. That could be true. Yeah, yeah, that 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 so, could I be mean, true. That could be true. There, there are certain things you got to hold yourself to, but at the same time, you cannot put yourself in a situation where you're getting messed over. You know, yeah. regarding your monies, regarding uh, your shows, or whatever it may be. You know, because the thing about it, you may be an ethical person. But mm-hmm. the people around you might be some wolves. Right. How do you approach that aspect? I mean, I think uh, in that particular standpoint, maybe if you can, let's say if you knew some person. Well, let's let's take that all out of there. Okay. Because sometimes uh, going into that particular predicament, you don't know people in that light, so you wouldn't have a contact. That can actually ease you in there, or you would have a contact to where you can ask, okay, how does this person react? You know, uh, what are they like? What are their personality traits? You know, you won't be able to ask, you know, things like that. So, I would say, you know, of course, you want to always present yourself in a business type manner because at the end of the day, to them, time is money, and if you can't oh, yeah. make them, got no time for you. So, you definitely want to come in. You know, being professional, have everything that you need in front of you, such as, like, your artwork, your CD, you know, maybe uh, a little small bio, uh, a business card, 
you know, some people say business cards are, are out of date because of, you know, uh, smartphones. But business cards still go a long way with some people. You know, they can, you know, sometimes they have so many numbers in their phone, they can't remember your name, but they can pull your business card real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, providing information on where um, your music is located. Have, having all of that in a packet will definitely show that, you know, you are uh, about your business and about work. You know, if you're just coming in and trying to bribe somebody or, you know, trying to give them money, you know, to play my stuff or, um, you know, give them liquor and all that type of stuff, I don't think, to me, I don't think that's ethical because of it's part the of business. So, Alan, yeah. I mean, let, let, let's I, get rid of part of the business. I understand that, but who made that the culture, though? Um, The people that, the crooks that started the business and turned it that way when they, Signed Muddy Water to that lifetime contract and took his royalty. That's who did it. <laughs> yeah, that could be true. I that mean, because I mean, seriously, man. I mean, ethics is on that person, you know. And and I, I think of ethics from the standpoint of me treating my team right, me treating mm-hmm. the people around me right, and making sure the people around me eat. You know what I'm saying? Right. Having the having the decency to make sure when I say I'm gonna be somewhere, I'm gonna be there. When I got a show date, I'm there. When I got a radio interview, I'm there. When I got an interview on, on a magazine, I'm there. Being on time, definitely. Because you have a lot of people that, I mean, even mainstream stars that have sold millions of records. Some fans get upset with them because they come late to a show. Like Justin Bieber uh, almost got in trouble with uh, a concert that he had because he arrived like, Almost, almost time like the place was about to close. Even though he went on ahead and did the show, but he almost got sued for that because he arrived fashionably late, fashionably because he, I guess in his mind he's just a baby. They'll wait. Mm-hmm. Now we several artists in the past who did that. We know R. Kelly did that before. We know um, uh, Juvenile, um, Lil Wayne did that before. I mean it, it happened. But what is the reasoning for doing that? Is that ethical? If you say your show is going to start at 10 o'clock, why are you starting your show at 12 o'clock? Well, you pay to get there at 10 o'clock, but they are there probably about 7.30 or 8 to get to their seats. You know, so it, it happens in the business, wow. man. You know the thing about it. There's a lot of things that back into shows starting up late. And sometimes it, the artists, the artists are straight booty. You know, they, they butt. And they want to, uh, you know, just play that part of, hey, they they coming to see me, so they gonna be here. That's the way you lose fans, yeah. though. Yeah. You know, I, I know what you're talking about, and you're talking about like when you think about it, the level that Little Wayne is at, and we use him as that example. He can get away with it, but if your name, why is, is that? Be, I, I mean, because that's just the culture of that side of the business. The bigger but your why name it be is, that way? I'm just saying, why the bigger your way? name is the more you can get away with. But let's look at the other spectrum. When you have an artist that's, you know, MCI rap, okay? MCI rap got a show that's supposed to start at 8 o'clock, and he's trying to go on at 10. He walk outside. They ain't number one person out there. Maybe his cousin. Mm-hmm. So it all depends on the, the lanes that you're in and, and also the status that you have. I mean, it's, it's almost a status-type situation. But you know that that's that that's just the thing that I really don't get. I don't understand that in general. Just because you're a big name artist, that don't mean man you you can arrive three hours late and start the show 
and the place closed at uh, two o'clock. But yet and still, all- we got artists that can sit up there and put out boo boo album year after year, and people still buy it. That's true too. So why is that? Because number one, once you get yourself to a certain stature and status, other people will go ahead and take advantage of it. You know it, and I know it. Yeah. Yeah. But That's part of gotta, it. I mean, it's a part of the business, man. I can understand, you know, that that being a part of the business. But um, as far as being being an independent artist, looking at that. Now, of course, you know, if you are like an independent artist and you have a show, and that club owner tells you you have to be be there on stage at ten thirty, or else you're not going to perform. Okay. Right. When that artist gets known in major, does he have the right? Even though his, um, even though he has to perform at ten thirty, but does he have the right to come in at twelve thirty and perform since he is a major artist now and making niggas up? Well, let me tell you something. And, and most people out there that, that, that deal with the business, and you know this also, Al. If I paid you five thousand dollars to do that show that night, right, and I charge thirty dollars for everybody to get in, and I get over hundred, you know, I get enough people that able to cover that 5000 and make me a profit three times over, you come on at 1 o'clock in the morning if you want to. Because I got that money. And you ain't going to have All it. Right. Remember, remember the story that um that, that, that Nick told us about how um, Ursha could not leave the stage until he performed at the Rose. Now imagine if you're a club owner, you got a guy in there, you know, his, his stature is up. His stature is up there. Yeah, he can come on at 1 o'clock. But if your stature is not there, no, nah, you cannot come on at one. If you come on at one o'clock and watch what happens, they're gonna be playing triple C, tear the club up. I understand that, but what about the nature of the fans that have been out there waiting four hours? Mm-hmm. You're gonna lose what? Maybe ten, fifteen percent of the fans like they're gonna leave. Some of them, like the majority of them, they will wait and stay because in their mind, like, well, we already know he's gonna arrive late. Right. So that's the question now. That's why people arrive to parties late, because everybody else come late. So, but, I mean, it, it, it just don't make sense to me. I mean, you know, when when you of when you are of that caliber, like you should be modeling positive behavior. You know, well, you know what? Time, if everybody did better. right, we'll have a, a hanky door road. You know, today I, I want. I mean, I agree with you totally, but you know, I gotta play this devil advocate today and just give it the flat yeah. flat side of it. I understand that. You know. That, that's basically, you know, it's the reality of the business. Right, right. That is true. That is true. Um, well, so as far as with, um, you know, people out there trying to improve their networking skills with some somebody that they don't know, uh, let's say for as, um, you know, trying to approach a DJ, trying mm-hmm. to approach a producer, trying to approach somebody from the radio, what would you think? Some ways in which they can improve themselves to be in a matter of where that person respects them, or that person gives them that time in which they feel like they need to have a conversation with them. Well, you know, a lot of people are very nervous, and some of the events that we've been to, man, and that we've gone to, I've seen a lot of guys, man. They try to look so hard, but they scared. You can see they're nervous, they're shaking a little bit, and a lot of times, man. It may take that DJ or that person from the media or something like that to step up to them. If they interested in them, step up to that person and talk to them, especially independent artists. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't know how to break that ice. 
the the thing is when you're talking to people, when you try to talk to people, man, it's just simple as, hey, man, what's going on? Because I mean, a lot of guys will use this line. What do you do? That's mm-hmm. the icebreaker right there. What do you do? Right. So right. if I come up to you and say, hey, Al, what do you do? I mean, I'm like, hey, sir, what do you do? And you start telling me I do X, Y, and blah, blah, blah. So then, therefore, I can engage you and start bringing in my aspect of what I do. Yeah. But a lot of guys will come in, hey, shout go check out my mix tape. Shout out, here go. It dropped tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Here go, cop. I'm gone. Well, that's the conversation. There you go. So what do they do? Like, how can they improve that? How can they get that, you know, that professionalism up to the level in which, you know, they are being respected, they are being heard? Because, I mean, there could be a lot of good artists out there that probably got overlooked. I mean, who would have known Trinidad James would be, like, the next guy that people would know? Um, You know know how I feel about Trinidad James. That's a bad example. (laughs) Hey, but not that's personal, me. but that's a bad example. He doing his thing, and no, nah, I ain't gonna say he doing his thing. He, he out there working, but hey, that's a bad example for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, right. So, but I mean, you know, a lot of times, man, when you say when you looking at a cat, man, and you see him working and he's grinding and he's doing what he's supposed to do, man. In the midst of that, you know, I've seen a young man, and a shout out to Mr. Trill. I've seen him raw. You 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 meet a lot of artists that are raw, and what I mean by raw, their conversational skills are not where they where they want to be at that moment. But they yeah. they they know how to talk to you. They know how to come to you and hold that conversation. Now at this point, where he at right now? Oh man, he he he'll get in with the best of them. But that takes time and the want to do that. Yes, yes, most definitely, most definitely. Well, I see we have our guest um, on the line waiting. Uh, we're going to go ahead and bring in, bring in our guest. Her name is uh, Kayla Renee. She works for Blend Magazine uh, out there in Georgia. Um, Kayla, how you doing? Good evening, everyone. Hey, what's going on? Oh, we appreciate it. Not much. It's just an honor to be here to speak with um, our artists this evening. Most definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely, uh, Kayla. The questions in which we, you know I want to pose to you today, we, you know, we were just talking about, um, you know, the ethics and etiquette of an artist that, you know, wanting to promote, uh, uh, excuse me, a, approach a DJ or a radio personnel or a magazine personnel. How would that person need to, uh, from 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 your perspective, with working with the Blend Magazine, um, how would you uh, inform somebody to? Approach them the appropriate way Um Well quite often they um Tend to get overly excited so it may Come out um as a or Hey well we want to make sure you always Stay professional um when you're dealing with Professional people so it's really Quite simple there's not much to it just have A um, legitimate email address you might Want to um have a business card Um in 2013 those are pretty Um Accessible to get so make sure you have a business Card or some type of information that give out and that they can reach back out to you okay okay so when one comes in and let's say they do have an interview set up um what are some of the things in which they would need to do to prep themselves for a either a live interview or maybe a recorded interview like would they need to prepare questions would they need to prepare you know things in which they would want to talk about how would that need to be um 
choreograph? Um, well, first and foremost, you want to make sure that you are informed on the topic. Um, I talk to a lot of people, and sometimes, you know, they're dumbfounded on what I'm even talking about. So you want to make sure that you um, have the topic that you will be discussing and make sure that you research that topic. You know, you can Google it. Uh, you might want to ask the questions to the person that's going to be interviewing you. You might want to uh, read up a little bit. But, you know, you want to know something. You don't want to be left in the dark or um, left to say, I don't know, to a question. Um, you also right. want to make sure you are speaking clearly. Um, I know that we, uh, we're we not all English majors. Um, we don't take etiquette classes on speaking, but um, it's quite simple. Just make sure you take your time, you you know, speak at a nice pace, at a nice level, and make sure you just pronounce your words. And, um, you know, those are some good tips to uh, conducting a good interview. Okay. Now, have you experienced any... Um, interviews in which it was kind of hard to either engage the artist or keep the artist engaged in um, commentary. How did how would you prepare that artist for that? Because sometimes you know maybe like a question could go sour, and, or maybe they might not be ready for that question. Like how could how could that you know be preventable? Um, well, usually if it's like an on-spot or an impromptu interview, um, I try to keep the questions very basic, very simple. Um, and, you know, most of the time you don't have to really elaborate on it. You know, you meet someone, you know, you might want to get them to say their name, um, the purpose, you know, at, at the event that they are at. You know, you might want to just get them to say something briefly. You don't want to put them on the spot to make them look bad, but you'll also make yourself um, look pretty bad as well. So, I say for those on-the-spot interviews, you know, as an artist anyway, I think you should practice on your public speaking skills. Uh, be ready at any time for any opportunity um, as an artist. So, like I say, just make sure that you're informed on what's going on and be sure to practice on your speaking skills. Correct, correct. We're not talking with uh, Kayla from Blend Magazine, um, stationed out there in uh, Atlanta, GA. We appreciate her for um tuning in to the show and, and giving us some commentary on her perspective of being a, uh, a journalist for the uh, the magazine out there. Um, what would you say would be the appropriate method of someone trying to um, reach a magazine and set up an interview? Um, the easiest way that I would know um, personally working for a magazine if you know a journalist per, uh, personally, you know, it's quite easier to maybe set up an interview. Um, but, you know, you can always go um, to the, the magazine's website, and uh, there's always a Contact Us um, feature, usually at the bottom of the website, that you can click right. on and submit your um, information. Okay. Okay. Um well, last question. Uh, we don't want to take up too much of your time. We definitely appreciate you um, calling in today and, and, and giving out this information for aspiring independent artists. But uh, last question, what advice would you give aspiring independent artists to help promote their brand? Um, most importantly, um, like I said before, I speak with a lot of people, not just rap artists, but um, people that are just involved in their community. Uh, a lot of artists, per se, they are not involved in their community. So the people know nothing but their music. And, you know, sometimes you say you can't judge a book by your cover, but if the only thing they know is your music, then, you know, ultimately that's what you're judged by. So you want to make sure you get involved in the community so that people know you as a person as well as an artist. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you can build – 
business relationships or, you know, you have more supporters when, you know, it's more than just the music. So I say get involved in the community and most of the time you get involved, you're going to become a role model. I know most people say, you know, you don't sign up for that, but usually when you're in the limelight, you're going to become a role model. So make sure that, you know, you kind of conduct yourself in a way that if, you know, a younger fan sees you that they're not, I guess, misled. So just get involved and be an inspiration. Most definitely, most definitely. Um, Kayla, we sure appreciate all the information that you gave out today. Um, if someone would like to reach you or possibly set up a uh, potential interview with uh, the magazine, how would they uh, get in contact with you? Uh, well, you can email me at Miss Kayla Renee, and that's M I S S K A L A R E N E E at gmail dot com, and you can just um, send me an email with your name, um, I guess your state of business, and I can get back with you and with your probably set an interview. Okay. Well, we sure do appreciate it, uh, uh, Kayla, and make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend about the Middleman Talk Show. And I sure will. All right. Well, we shall Keep appreciate it. I, do. I appreciate it. We definitely y'all. appreciate it. All right. All right. Well, that was uh, Kayla Renee from... Um, Glenn Magazine, and we definitely appreciate you know her input from oh, yeah. the magazine perspective. Great um, interview, man. Most definitely, most Great definitely, interview, so, man. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know like just she said something that was very important, and you know me personally, I scratch this all the time. Mm-hmm. Have more than just rap under your belt. Yeah, rap is a part. You know, if you're a rapper, I mean. Tupac was a social social thinker. You know what I'm saying? He was an yeah. He did a lot of other things. And he's just yeah. one example. But the thing about it is a lot, even with the show that we have, the Middleman Talk Show, yes, we were in, and still are involved in hip-hop. But we right. still are socially conscious. We're, we're conscious of, of all the things around us, from politics to relationships to, to sports, mm-hmm. everything, man, because... Yeah. You can't have a monolithic mind, which, I mean, you can't have that mind on one level, just be one type right. of mind. You know, right. a lot of people try to get themselves caught up with, this is all I know, the street life, shout it. Right. Guess what? When you, go, when you become old, how would you be able to hold a conversation with somebody, and that's all you know? That's all you know. Yeah, that is correct. You know, I that mean, I, I appreciate that. I mean, you know, I, I would love to see a lot of other guys out here. And this is not talking down on you. I would love to see these guys get more involved with things around them, that's including your community. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. like, I know people see these guys get out these toys in the hood, do right, the toy right. drives and, and the clothes drives and all that like that. Mentor some kids. Just yeah. because you rap, you obviously know how to write and read. Read to the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's know? true. That's I mean, true. Hey, she, she, she brought some light on some stuff, man, and I think we definitely need to entertain that, too. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, we're going to, um, let's gonna move into the song of the day. Okay. Uh, this is, um, Means of Operation, um, Endorphins and Pheromones. Nice, soulful, soulful song, man. Soulful song. You're tuning in to the Middleman Radio, and, we're on top of the time. Yeah. All right.
from out inception, you're a dream inside a dream. Ultimate perfection when you walk, your skin gleams. It gives me erection, excuse me if I'm a scene, but your beauty been neglected, cause you truly are a blessing. Glad I picked my type on time, came late but made it right on time. On your tight, you mine, and I bet you think I'm clever, girl, we both can hit the jackpot. If you just pull my level, such a seasonable endeavor, don't you think that is? So let me go and get you another girl with drink that is. Friends got something to say, tell them ain't they fears. You be the first person to tell them, girl, and ain't that serious. But uh, when you alone, curled on the phone, smile when you're talking. Tell me, come on, tell me I love you. We'll never die without a fuss. It's a natural high. Gorgeous. I gotta build up the nerve to say something, man. I just gotta say something to her. Uh, sorry, miss, but I cannot help from wondering what's underneath your clothes and how you would look under me. Not patient, but I promise I can learn and be your beauty's timeless. Hey, is your name eternity? Take my breath away, I think I need a respirator. Brain the ruin of life, no interior decorator. You an angel, I could tell I have a major. I bet God got your picture on this refrigerator. If I fell for you now, would you catch me later? So we can meet up, let me eat up and discuss your flavor. I bet that sweet love, like Anita Baker. Girl, where you wanna go? You should let me take you. But when you alone, curl on the phone. Now when you talking, tell me, come on. Tell me you left, we'll never die. Cause when I'm with you, it's a natural high. Break mine and keep half Cause I don't need 
the fact that only time it be intact is when we interact. But uh, when you alone, curled on the phone, smile when you talking. Tell me, come on, tell me you lust. We'll never die, cause when I'm with you, it's a natural high. Endorphins and pheromones, man. A, I like that record, man. That, that is so jamming, smooth, man. laid back, cool, dope, fresh, funky, whatever right. I can call it. It was all that. Oh yeah, most definitely, man. I mean, when I first heard the track, um, I think I, I was just like I do my typical grazing through World Star, you know, each day trying to find some music because it's so hard to find music on YouTube if you don't know nobody. So true that. I go through Star, you know, and I. Um, and I ran across it. You know, it only had maybe probably about like 5,000 views on it. So I clicked on it anyway. Man, I've been jamming it ever since I'd heard it. Like, hey, yeah, you find jewels out there, man. Hey, I want to give yeah. a shout-out to my, my man, Blaze. He's out there listening right now. My dude, Nation, man. You remember Nation? Nation oh, yeah, Nation song, Green, man. man. Mr. Marcus, and he had all the yeah. other ones. Uh, what's the one? Uh, the one, uh, a hole in the wood no. The one he did where he fooled the girl like he was—he had a video where he oh, yeah. fooled the girl like he was rich. Yeah, yeah. And just another song yeah. in the wall. Oh God, I can't remember yeah. the record, but man, it was dope. Hey, Nation dope, man. Yeah, Nation y'all make dope. sure y'all check out our man Nation out there, man. It's spelled Nation N A T I O N. We will be playing some yep. music Nation pretty soon too, man. Yeah, most definitely, man. Most definitely. Yeah. So, if you are if you are an independent artist and you would like your song to be played on the Middleman Radio. Email us at we are the middlemen and put in the heading uh, talk of the town uh, potential song. Um, so we'll definitely uh, check it song. out. Make sure it's clean, man. Radio, yeah. radio, 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 we should have two guests next week, and uh, I know one of them we can speak on right now. I mean, Kenny Thomas out of uh, Tuscaloosa, Alabama, man. That dude has been grinding for the last 10 years hard, man. He was uh, he was one of the ones, uh, what you call it, like uh, uh, upcoming artists, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, what, what Beverly used to have on the bubble. patiently waiting. On the bubble. Yeah. yeah, on the bubble. I mean, Kenny was yeah. out there. Yeah, he was, still, man. Yeah. Still out there, still out there. Ain't no words in it, still out there. Shout out he to Being late, is that ethical? 
You know, do you have the right to do that if you're selling niggas a record? Um, all of those things. And, uh, you know, the last thing that we want to work, you know, that we want to talk about before we uh, get towards the end of the show is uh, as far as we're working together and collaborating on the song, um, artist-to-artist interaction, what are the ethical things with that of being an independent artist? You may want to do a song with an artist that's over in New Jersey and you're in California. You know, but you guys, you know, came across each other via the Internet. And this guy maybe, you know, he's working on the album and he's potentially on the time limit. You know, what are the ethical things of you getting the song, recording it in, in a timely manner, and sending it back? You know, you have some artists. There are some shady artists out there. They'll take your song and make it there. Oh, yeah. It, you know, a couple of times. There. Oh yeah, a couple of times. Even even from the aspect of even with major artists, man, I know you remember the story with Cannabis and LL. I'm gonna listen oh, yeah. to your version and I'm gonna go back and rewrite right. it because you're yeah, better. Rewrite mine. Right. Come on, son. So, was that ethical? I mean, that happened with um, Ludacris and I think it was Ti or Jeezy. Yeah, with the game record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know, with them too. But I mean, I mean is man, that, you know, just for the question that you posed, I mean, primarily, man, like you say, man, you can have a good relationship. If people know, like, uh, Mr. Fab out there in California, man, Mr. Fab say, when he send you a song, when you send him a record, expect that record back within the next two days or so. It's a lot of artists out there, man, that they, they just get out there, man, and they get the records and they hold it and they sit back. I got a vibe to it well. If you're a professional, man, and you, you want to be on that level, get it done. Yeah. Get it done. Time is running. It, write it, you know, put it back, email it, whatever you got to do, man. Put it back into their hands so they can, you know, keep that project out there. Because, number one, not only is that helping them, it's helping you. Because the sooner they can exactly. get that project out there, you're gaining more fans through their work and efforts. Exactly. And then, you know, to be, you know, on the ethical side of it, you know, continuing with that is letting them know, like, hey, I got this and this. I have to do. Would you be willing to give me an extension? Yeah, that's a good thing. So right simple. Ask for. Simple question. You know, it's all about communication. You got to have appropriate communication. You know, a lot of these, you know, independent, majorly independent artists. You know, they're they're on time slots, man. Like, they have deadlines in which they want to put their mixtapes out or for their CDs, they have to get certain things in. You know, they, st- they still operate as if they are major. So, hey. if you want to. <laughs> oh, man. Just the timeline, Al. Be honest. If you don't have anywhere to record, you don't have a studio, you don't have a budget, <laughs> man, tell somebody. You yeah. may be hot, and your record that you put out you, at that time, you may have a little money. You was able to get out there and get a, good, a great recording of that particular record. But guess what? If you fall off, don't be ashamed. Hey, man, I, I'm, I know I'm not going to be able to get this back to you in this amount of time because I don't have the money to get in the studio. Can you help me out with some of your people that's in my area, or do I need to come to you to get it done? Right, right. It's all about having appropriate communication. And that's pretty much what it boils down to. Having yep. a public, building that, building that that level of uh, of network with that with that person, so they can understand you. Because a lot of times, you know, when these songs get done, 
artists are not in the same studio. They're not even in the same area. That's true. You could do a song with somebody in Jamaica, you know, that's, you know, that, and they may want it back within the town of Atlanta, or vice versa. Man, technology has made it so easy. Yeah. It made it so easy for people to be able to get out here and make things happen nowadays. You got to take full advantage. You got to take full yeah. advantage of it. But like Al said, you got to have some type of sensibility about yourself. And, and you know, man, everybody know right from wrong. Right. You know what I'm saying? Everybody know right from wrong. At the end of the day, would you? And you guys think about it from this as, from this aspect. Do I want them to do it to me? Mm-hmm. You know, if if okay. I give you a record and you take a year and a day to give it back, I don't even want the song no more. I'm probably going to put somebody else on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That has happened. And probably yeah. will continue to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, I think we had an interesting show today. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, shout out to our co-host out there. Um, liking pictures on Facebook. Hey, buddy, what's going on? Gene, uh, what's <laughs> up? What's going on, girl? Most definitely, and we definitely appreciate Kayla Renee from the Blade Magazine um, for stopping in and dropping some good knowledge from her perspective, man. I definitely appreciate it. And uh, everyone who tuned in to the Middleman Radio, we definitely appreciate you tuning in as well, too. And continue to listen. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know, we're going to have more topics that are more informative for you so you can actually get some of the knowledge in which you may not know. You know, it's still a lot of things that we don't know. You may come on the show and tell us something that we don't know. Man, you know, it's all about all... knowledge and learning, man. It's all about learning and knowledge, man. Okay. You know, I want to send a shout-out to everybody that's on Facebook over there clicking on that link to listen, share it. You know, you can download this show, listen to it again. Like I said, we are on um, iTunes. If you got an iPhone, down, look, just do a search on the Middleman Talk Show. If you got, Well, we're going to have that Google Play shortly. But make sure that you guys share this show with people. Uh, we also have a series, uh, you know, team building, uh, the whole nine, man. Go back and listen to some of those talk of the town, man. Old old school grind versus new school grind. Go back and listen to these shows, man. Hopefully you can take some out of this, this conversation. It's mm-hmm. there. Most definitely. Most definitely. So, um, hey, you got an interesting topic that you would like us to discuss on the Middleman Radio, please hit us up on our Facebook page at The Middleman Talk Show. And we will definitely get to you. We definitely want to help out. Most definitely. Well, how about <laughs> this, man? I like that record that you played earlier. I'm going to play a record right now if that's cool with you, man. Hey, I got one that's cool and smooth, too. Go ahead. I'm going to hit them upside the head with this one, man. We're going to have to probably have a battle one day of independent artists or something. Let me be quiet. Yeah. Somebody's going to steal that idea and probably have that show. Yeah. <laughs> But check this out, man. This is Fiend and Maria. Mariah Mariba. I still can't say that girl's name. Mariah Mariba. Fiend. Not not No Limit. Womp Womp. Not that dude. But right. this is Fiend. P-H-E-N-E Fiend. This record is called You and I. You all listen to the Middleman Radio. <laughs> Talking to time, man. I'm crazy over here, boy. Yeah. Now it's all we need A 
all I need in this life is sin. Yeah, uh, all I need in this life is sin. It's you and I, it's now and never, baby, do or die. When you stand for something righteous, you get crucified. I'd rather write this than be lifeless in a suit and tie. What's the world without somebody there to share it with? I want the world so that my seeds, they can inherit it. A future on my shoulders, girl, help me carry it. Life, we gotta cherish it. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's you and I by my side, we be on the road. Love, see is royalty, I never break the code. Ride with you, cry with you, die with you. Your issue is my issue, I vibe with you I give by the heart and mind Moment that I saw the blind Open up and show them signs Welcome to the art of rhyme Walk into the world and sing You and I is all we need L-O-V-E, all we bleed 99, R-B-G To the music, help me open up. While we be beefing with the ones that's truly close to us, our souls connected like a note to a vocal lust. I co-direct the story of my life. I'm blowing up. Hope to a generation showing that they're growing up. Freedom fighters loaded up. We don't gotta be in the club, drunk, throwing every poetic up to get the world to notice us. The first step to success is showing up. So I can't keep running away. Of being an independent artist. 
You gotta have some type of right and wrong about yourself. Yeah, got to. If yeah. not, I mean, we'll be looking at a mirror backwards. <laughs> well, um, make sure y'all tune in with us this Sunday, man, on the Middleman Talk Show. This upcoming topic is called the burden of black. If y'all don't know what I mean, make sure you tune in this Sunday at 6 p.m. Eastern. That's 5 p.m. Central. 6 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Central. The burden of black. There's yes. a whole lot going on out there, like like uh, the young lady Kayla was saying. If you're an artist, yep. man, you got to be a little bit more in tune with what's going on around you. Yep. It ain't all about throwing the, throwing the money up in the air. It ain't all about the dope. It ain't all about the I'm the hardest in the hood. There's a lot going on, man. Oh, yeah. Your eyes open. Oh, yeah. We will be on this Sunday. Next Thursday, Talk of the Town. Be on the lookout for our man, Kenny Thomas. I call him the Alabama Savior. Hey, we need to try to see if we can get an attitude, man. Attitude, ain't <laughs> that name in years, boy. Yeah, let's do that, man. Is he still with Dr. Dre? I don't know if he's still with Dr. Dre, but I know he's still, um, um, he's still, like, writing and, um, writing and ghostwriting for uh, Timberland. Oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. hey, if anybody out there know our man Attitude, that's from Alabama, which I think Kenny does know Attitude. Mm-hmm. We need to just reach out and see if we can make that happen. Oh, yeah. Most Shout definitely. out once again to Nick Eaton, Jen. Our man felt five out there. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to everybody in every southern state, eastern state, west coast states, and northern state. Appreciate oh, you. Yeah. Go ahead, Al. Tell them what it is. Bye. Hey. Thank you for taking an hour out your day to listen to the Middle Men Radio. Tune in Sunday, as I said, as KG said, excuse me. And tune in next Thursday for another Talk of the Town. And also tune in to Tuesday morning takeovers at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. The two-hour show, strictly R&B. Independent R&B. Independent R&B, excuse me. And it's dope. Independent <laughs> in there. Most definitely. Yeah. All right, man. All we'll right. see you guys this Sunday. Thank you once again. All right. Yeah, yeah. Spell five, middleman. Yeah, spell five. Oh, follow me at spell five on Twitter. Yeah, uh. It's the talk of the town, man. It's so ill. We talking real news in the music business here. State your opinion in the chat or you can call in. Hey, they be going in. Yeah, they be going in on them cats in the industry. No one more things, more cats don't see. Keep your ears to the ground and you will see most things ain't what they appear to be. Cut to the chase in the real McCoy. Telling you that they ain't gonna toy around with no issue. Shedding light on dark signals. Yes, and, and, and now they own live. 8 p.m. is where you should plan to be on Thursday night. This is a PSA from the 105. Uh, talk of the town and the show is going live. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.